Green Shift. The Rob and K.O. Podcast. Where's the Tylenol? Ah, and welcome in to the Rob and Kale Show. Thank you guys for checking us out as always. I'm Rob Sanders coming to you from Columbia, South Carolina. My buddy is Carolina Jackpot. He is the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. Welcome into the program. Good evening. <coughs> Good evening, guys. Hope everyone's doing well. Hope you had a great Sabbath. Uh, I know I certainly did. And uh, college football season, as we know it, uh, has, has pretty much come to an end. It's uh, time for bowl games now and uh, time to get rolling on. It's, a, it's kind of a sad time of the year because we always know we're going to have a uh, – uh, n- there's never a shortage of passion here. There's never a downtick in passion. Uh, we always have kind of a downtick in, in participation and viewership uh, you know, after college football season ends. So hopefully that won't be the case this year. Um, see a lot of folks already over in the chat room. There's a lot of people here like to say hello to Big Barney Ross, Alan V, Jerome Sh- Talking Pruitt, Eric Twyman, John Hopeful, Kirby's Visor, Alex Stewart, UGA Go Dogs, Ray Bob, Stingray, Brock Lee, Berto, Beth Webb, Brandon Monk, Jay Shipes, B Bean, Snake Doctor Five, Justin Bryant, Brandon Coon, Sancho, Billy Cole. The second, Rack Dog, Stetson Bennett, the fourth. Congratulations on the championship, sir. Senile Joe and Joe D. Cocky Twan. Good evening, everybody. Yeah, I appreciate you guys checking out the show. And, uh, yeah, we're going to do uh, – Lisa says, what's up, bitches? Hello, Lisa. It's nice that we're being referred to by our grandma's bitches. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean – Better better than being referred to as a granddaughter's bitches, I reckon. Let's see here. Uh, people over there running their mouths. Big Vol Daddy says muscle shirts are for muscles, Rob. Okay, well, if you want to come lift with me, sir, please do. All you have is a picture there. It's probably you standing with a fish. But, hey, whatever whatever, whatever floats your boat, sir. Uh, <clears throat> says, uh, hey, don't don't the, disgrace BBD. Yeah, I'm picking at him. He knows that. Got no problem with him. Uh, anyway, if you guys want to uh, join the show, we're going to take calls in just a little bit. Uh, we are going to announce the winner of the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge here shortly. I sent Jackpot a message, and it came down to one pick. One pick, ladies and gentlemen. That's how uh, close it was. The difference between the payout and absolutely fucking nothing. <laughs> was one pick jackpot. Wow. Yeah. So we'll announce that in a moment. Um, also, Alan, you are not the winner. Uh, Big Vol Daddy says, LOL, lift with you, Rob. I'll lift my leg up to your ass. I doubt you could do that, sir. But good luck. Anyway, uh, we also have, uh, we want to thank Callaways for that. We'll announce the champion here in a little. You may just announce the champion now, jackpot. That'd be easier. Yeah, yeah. Time. Hell, let's quit with the suspense because I'd like to know. So going into the final week, Carlos Klein had a like a four-pick lead, something like that. And at the end, here is the final standings. We'll go, let's see here. Fifth, fourth, uh, one, two, three, four, five. All right, so the top five. Kerry Crow finishes in fifth with 90 points. 
followed by Rick Nelson with 90, Kentucky Durbin at 91. 92 points and one pick away from the money is Daniel Gregory. And our winner with 93 out of 100 possible 160 picks correct goes to Carlos Klein. Uh, Carlos, congratulations. I'll be emailing you. We got to get your shirt size because in addition to a big fat paycheck there from Uncle Jackpot, you get uh, you get a T-shirt, championship T-shirt. Yes, Carlos, uh, I'll be getting all that uh, that uh, cash added up. So I have cash out, PayPal, and Venmo money. I have to get it all combined together, and uh, I'll get that sent to you sometime. It'll probably be sometime tomorrow evening. Uh, I was going to work on it today, but um, I fell asleep. I'm sorry, and then I had to rake leaves. But but I will get it done uh, and get you <clears throat> your money here in just a day or so. So congratulations, Carlos. That was a solid year you had. He did have a solid year. And uh, Brock Lee wants to know who wins the golden penis. I did not get a golden penis this year, but I will have one for next year. But the golden penis this year, ladies and gentlemen, would go to Peg and fucking Megan. He finished dead fucking last. Didn't he win the golden penis last year? No, last year Mike Muse won it. Okay. And uh, he has it proudly displayed in the Callaway's bar. And yeah, so the the penis the It'd be something penis, if somebody won it two years in a row, you'd have a you'd have a penis for each hand. Yeah, a wall full of penises. That's what everybody look. Jay wants to know if Carlos uh gets free attendance to the Jack Shack. No, I think Jackpot has sold the den of sin or gotten rid of it. So yeah, yeah uh, I gave up the den of sin, moved back, moved out of it. Um, what's been what? What was it? Two weeks ago, Friday. She's not listening to me. Two weeks ago, Friday um, was the last day I was at the den of sin. So yeah. Uh, let's see here. Kentucky Durbin says the kale shitter cost him. Yep, the shitter gets everybody. The, the shitter got everybody this time. I mean, good lord, um, Buffalo. I had to come from behind to beat that shit. I had a terrible week uh, myself. I only had three correct picks. That, that's dog shit awful. Um, but it, it happens. It, it happens. Uh, a lot of those teams screwed me. Um, and if I'd went with my gut on some of them later on, I, I probably would have done a little bit better. But it's okay. Yeah. So with that, we've got breaking news here, Jackpot. Uh, but first, we want to thank Callaway's for that. The Callaway's Bull Pick'em Challenge. We're going to start taking it. You'll start taking interest for that on Wednesday. But you got everything cleared up, and then we can do it Wednesday. Uh, you know, uh, they can go on ahead and start sending their money now. I'll, I'll be able to divvy it up because I, I know by the dates uh, that the monies were sent in, what's Callaway's money and what's not. So it's fine. Well, it's all, Cal- it's all Callaway's Pick'em Challenge, but – uh yeah anyway this is the bowl pick'em challenge now this is easy easier because we're gonna have a slate of the bowl games and you pick one time and that's it um very simple so oh, i think uh, we're gonna start yeah what you got jackpot go ahead yeah i i, I was uh playing around yesterday i had a parlay uh going fifty dollars i threw down to win four hundred and fifty um, and it was all like uh, favorites, pretty much. I picked um, 
to in the game yesterday. I think there was like seven of them. Mm-hmm. And the, you know who it was that fucked me? Clemson. Freaking Fresno State. Oh, I was thinking it was Clemson. <laughs> no, it wasn't Clemson. I picked them to win. It was just I just did money line picks, just money line picks, and Fresno State was the one. If I, and which makes no sense. They're playing on Boise State's home turf, so that's pretty bad. You can't win your own conference championship on your your home turf. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, my team. It's been a while since I lost at home, um, unlike some folks. But anyway, uh, I don't know. Uh, well, by the way, Jackpot, do you want to start with the bowl games on the 16th or 17th? That's up to you and I can figure that out later on. But that's I think that the, the 16th is a Friday. Uh, the first game's at 1130. The Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl. Yeah. Do you want to do hey, that? Start with that. The, the, that the, the Hometown Lenders Bahamas Bowl is important. Okay, well, it's important to Miami of Ohio and UAB, <clears throat> so there's that. All right, anyway, so that's when you got to have your money in by uh, your money and your first set of picks in by 11 a.m. on Friday, December the 16th. So if you want to get involved with that, there you go. So you got 12 days, guys. Uh, no, 13 days. days. 12 days. Yeah, 12 days. So we'll we'll get that in there. There's 41 bowl games. Now, here's what happens. If there's a tie at the end of all the bowl games, we will do uh, – we'll pick the national championship game with the people that are in contention, and we'll pick the total points of the national championship game, and that's how we will um, – <clears throat> we will we'll determine a champion. It's $20, just like the, the Pick'em Challenge. Very good. So thanks to uh, Callaway's for sponsoring that. We appreciate Mike and Billy Muse. If you're in Columbia, uh, go to West Columbia and have some wings – Go to the Golden Tea Lounge. Big Barney Ross, by the way, is coming to Columbia to go to the Golden Tea Lounge. He's already talked to me about it. So if you're into that kind of thing, go by Callaway's. It's great. Uh, Sancho says it worked. Just wanted to give y'all a shout. Love the show. I'll watch the rest later tonight. Y'all be easy. Thank you, sir. All right, Jackpot, we've got big news coming uh, from the transfer portal. We'll get into that in a moment. But let's thank Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. Fireside chats with Uncle Jackpot. Jackpot, read away. All right, we got a lot of BS to spew out tonight. So uh, before I read this, just let me reiterate that these are not the feelings of Carolina Jackpot. However, I'm contractually obligated to this bullshit. Uh, Sucks to be a worm puller. In the name of truth and transparency, I must admit to my SEC big brothers that we truly are a joke. We are not to be taken seriously. We have to remind our big brothers that our daddy Clemson won a national championship before we won our first bowl game. We have not led our series versus Clemson in over 120 years. Our goals are Clemson standards. We finally put a stop to the decade of dicking by Clemson, thanks to Clemson playing the worst quarterback in the last 20 years. Uh, Thank you, Clemson, for showing empathy to your short bus riding Little brothers, while 99% of our fan base are mental midgets and celebrate the pause in the prison rape by Clemson, I know that we are at best quick clips at the Golden Corral Bowl material. As the mouthpiece for the eunuchs of Columbia, I must admit all we have done for the SEC is elevate Kentucky football and validate the pursuit of Missouri. In closing, I want to leave you with a fun fact. How do you get the few heterosexual Gamecocks to quit jacking off? 
paint their pecker orange and they will only beat it once every eight or nine years. Yes, it truly sucks to be a Gamecock. What, whatever, whatever makes you feel better, I guess, you know, whatever, whatever soothes the pain, whatever soothes the pain. Now I can't hear him. Oh, I'm sorry. I turned my mic back on. I was laughing too hard, but the best part about that is he called you the, <laughs> the eunuch speaker. Oh my God. I don't even know what that word means. I, I'm not smart. <laughs> now. I'm not, I don't have a Clemson education. Well, eunuch, sir, is a back in the Parisian times. They would, when the kings would go off to war, they would castrate the slaves uh, for the queen. So she had eunuchs, people that were there that had no penis, so nobody would fuck her. That's pretty much what a eunuch was. So, <laughs> so they had a bunch of John Wayne Bobbits running around. <laughs> yeah, they oh. were just eunuchs. Uh, anyway. So there you go. Thank you to Dennis Wilson, DNC Trucking and Transport. We appreciate that. All right, Jackpot. Um, big news coming. I, I just got the note from CBS Sports. No surprise. Clemson quarterback DJ Uyungale is expected to enter the transfer portal after two years. According to uh, 247 Sports' Chris Hummer, he is he struggled in his time at uh, Clemson. Last night, the young man went in and played two series and looked did not look good at all. Uh, comes out, Kate Klubnick comes in, goes 20 of 24 for 279 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and the 39 to 10 went over the heels. So, yeah, Dabo Sweeney said after the game, moving forward, Kate will be the starter and DJ will be the backup. Now, here's the thing with that, and, and this is just me. Maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't, Jackpot, but I think that Sweeney knew beforehand I, I, I am just guessing. I mean, I'm sure that he's had a conversation with this young man and I think he knew beforehand, which makes me question why the fuck did he start the game yesterday? It's a valid point, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I'm all, I'm, I'm still a little bit, I'm still a little bit, um, you know, agitated by it, you know, um, Tater fans are quick to you're, – you're, you're the most spoiled fan base in the country, number one. Uh, that, that's fact, number one. And uh, you're, you're quick to, to, to just, you know, to jump all over the nuts of the first, um, the first decent thing that comes your way. Uh, it kind of it reminds me of the Kelly Bryant situation back in 2018 when he was, uh, you know, kind of a young man giving his heart and soul to Clemson, and then he – he kind of gets crapped on, and, uh, and and he had to, you know, he was given the choice to to leave or or whatever, and he, he decided to leave. And now this poor guy, um, you know, everybody knows he had emotional problems. Poor kid had had issues. His parents got a divorce. Uh, you know, his, his head was never in the ball game his entire time at clubs, and so on. instead of you know instead of helping him, they bench him, um, offer no support. Uh, and then and then run him out on a rail the first chance they get. It's it's very heartbreaking. I feel I feel for the guy. I, I really do. Yeah, I, I hope he gets his head screwed on right, and I hope he he transfers out to some West Coast school, man, and he just absolutely lights it up because that's what he deserves. Well, first of all, let let's let's throw one of the things Jackpot said is is a complete falsehood. 
Kelly Bryant was outplayed by the guy that ended up being the number one pick in the draft. So the well, idea that, oh, he had his feelings hurt is fucking insane. And that's well, just Gamecock fans losing their gizzards over the fact that, you know, Clemson's a better program than they are. Which well, I, I mean, I, you know, not so much this year. I mean, yeah. So. Hey, you know what? You're you're going you're going to go eight and four, yeah, you, which you did, and uh, you're going to go to a bowl game against Notre Dame, and they're going to blow you the fuck out, and you'll finish. Okay. Well, I'll remember that. I'll put a pin in that when it doesn't happen, and then <laughs> and then we can cry about that too. We're we're going to we're going uh, the 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 um this is the 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 Dabo's Daddy Bowl, the Dabo's sure. Daddy. This is this is great. We got we got Clemson versus Tennessee. Sure. Who I'm gonna be pulling for, by the way. I'm gonna I'm supporting you. I'll be sporting this shirt on so uh, December thirtieth. Um, you're gonna you're gonna support the Tennessee program that day. Absolutely, go big orange. Uh, I, I, hell, I might even I might even support talking balls that day. I mean, I just I hate Clemson so much. Are you, are you, you trying know? to get back into their their good graces and get I'm not un- trying to get into their good graces at all? I think they're a, they're a bunch of peckerheads, but. I'll be I'll be talking balls that day too, uh, okay. And uh, and uh, so <clears throat> that that bowl uh, we can we can rename the the Beamers Bitches Bowl, and okay. uh, the the, um, the 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 Getter Bowl is going to be the Dabo Daddy Bowl. Dabo's Daddy Bowl. Marcus Freeman is your daddy, and uh, and Shane Beamer's daddy. Dabo's daddy. Sure, it's crazy. I mean. Well, the crazy cool way things work that, out. See, and I have I have to explain this to Gamecock fans because you guys aren't used to having a team that's worth a shit. It's all about sustained excellence. You had one eight and four season, which is kind of what Will Muschamp did in his second year at South Carolina. Just throwing that out there. Let's make sure we uh we put the Muschamp stamp yeah, on. That Will, Will Muschamp also lost to Clemson thirty four ten, but confused. Sure, please continue. Yeah. Look, and that's fine. Look, you get credit for the win. This Will Muschamp didn't beat two top ten teams either, so go ahead. Uh, that's okay. Look, whatever it is, whatever you have to tell yourself, jackpot. You had a hell of a season. <coughs> I, I think I picked you to go seven and five, and you went eight and four. Congratulations yeah, we, on that. We went eight and four, kind of yeah. kind of the unconventional <laughs> way to do it. Yep, you had a one point win over Clemson, and Gamecock fans think that they have. Uh, They've gotten Muslims and Jews to get along. Well, I mean, you know, here's my whole thing about that. What, what, is, what is the thing with the one-point win? What are you guys so hung win. up on the one-point win? It doesn't matter if it was by one or by 70. You lost, and it said, if we had beat you by 21 points, you would you people would still be as salty it's, as you are by well, getting beat on, by one point. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's insane. It's insane. You're talking on both sides of your mouth. You were the first one talking about we scored 63 against Tennessee. That no, doesn't matter what you're telling me? I, I never said that. I, I just posted score and laughed. Holy shit. <clears throat> well, don't need to, we, we don't need to be fighting with each other over that. South Carolina plays Notre Dame in the, uh, the Who Gives a Fuck Bowl, the Gator Bowl, right? Yeah, right. no, 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 the Dabo's Daddy Bowl. Yes, the Gator oh, Bowl. Is that, is that what you're calling it? Okay. Dabo's Daddy's Bowl. The Gator Bowl in Jacksonville. Yes. Okay. Well, good luck where with you, that. Where you played Syracuse at that time. Well, you didn't really play them. I mean, you guys showed up. You oh, got off the bus. Um, well, I don't know. You made some, half of your team stayed on the bus. I think <clears> you, you sure. lost about 40 points of fruit. But yeah, that bowl. Sure. You know, may, maybe next year with all this newfound success that you guys are the best team in the history of teams, 
uh, maybe uh, maybe you can beat Mizzou next year. Maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe so. You know, maybe, maybe so. so. Probably not. Probably not. But we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, the, the the whatever the hell the they're gonna the Gamecocks are gonna play the Catholics, and we we'll talk about this later. Clemson's had four four players enter the transfer portal. Uh, South Carolina, their best defensive back is going to the NFL. The last time that you've seen these teams play in the uh, in the in the realm of where they are, as far as the 2022 set is. Clemson yesterday in the ACC championship game, South Carolina the week before against um, against Clemson. I mean, it's going to be – I mean, I think we both can agree upon this, Jackpot. It's going to be a monumentally different team for uh, for both teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely so. So it's really hard to try to, try to pick these games too because you don't know who's going to be there and who's not. So, I mean, we goof about it, but in the end, man, the bowl season may end up being – uh, shit show. So anyway, it may be. Uh, so Clemson's hat. So Fred Davis entered the transfer portal. Yeah. So did EJ Williams, which is he, is he a receiver? This. Yeah. He, he had seven catches for 70 yards this season. I wonder if there was a conversation that was like, Hey, uh, you may not be a part of it here. No, Let's maybe he just wants to go somewhere where he can catch balls. I mean, cause I mean, they don't. I mean, the Clemson receiving, receiving. You don't have any receivers who, you know, are a legitimate threat to take the top off a of defense. I mean, you. I mean, you might. I mean, well, that guy that stumbled and bumbled on the 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 K Club, which that was a nice pass through to that one. The the I don't know the white kid. He, he stumbled and stumbled and stumbled, fell just short of the goal line. Hell, that might be your best receiver. He can hold on to balls. I guarantee you Antonio Williams would have held on to that. <clears throat> yeah. He'd have fumbled uh, that thing out there. the end of the end zone. Yeah, Sergio Allen also. He hasn't been with the team since September, but he's hitting the transfer portal. With Fred too. Davis transferred, then wherever, whatever school he transferred to, uh, that, that town or city or municipality uh, that said, said school is located in needs to put their postal workers on lockdown. Uh, let them be informed of Mr. Davis's, uh, you know, lead foot, and you know he likes to likes to race and burn rubber down the main highway and uh, put people's lives in danger. Um, but by the way, one of the rumors is is that uh, he's going to South Carolina. So good luck with that. Oh, you have our, you guys could have our leftovers. So that's fine. That's fine because the the main post office is downtown, and I, I don't maybe he can stay out of their way then. He can. We can find him a place to go. Uh, there's got to be a drag strip or something near there. We can go let him go have his fun at. So, yeah. All right. Well. Anyway, uh, other bowl matchups. Of course, Clemson will play Tennessee in the um, what is it? The Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl. The Orange Bowl. Yeah. Yep. So there's the Beamer's uh, Bitch Bowl. Don't act like you don't know where it's at. Y'all been there before. You'll remember the, the one time when y'all were at the Orange Bowl a few years back. That was the beginning. That was the beginning of something great. That seventy. Seventy point. That seventy point hey. loss. That that was the beginning of it all, right there. So we hired Brent Venables. We knew we had to elevate ourselves. Hey, uh, why don't we just do this, sir? Since South Carolina won the Palmetto Bowl this year, I mean, the biggest win in the history of the program. Why don't you tell me about your BCS appearances or your college football playoff appearances? 
I'll to wait. me, to me, going to I'll a BCS bowl didn't didn't mean anything unless you were in the BCS game. Was Clemson ever in the BCS game? No. No. Okay. Well, how about Next. this? I mean, surely, surely, South Carolina has. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they have um, an SEC championship to talk about. I mean, the West Division had a three-loss team that lost to Florida State this year. Surely you have that, right? Why don't you tell us about that season? Surely we have a three. We have season, a three-loss right? team that beat Florida State. What? Yeah, the team that went for the West this year, because getting into the SEC championship game is fucking easy. You can go by losing to Florida State and Texas A&M. And, uh, well, Florida and State's not in the SEC, so that's irrelevant. Uh, it, it is relevant in this season because the winner of the West lost to a team from the ACC Atlantic that finished, like, what, third or fourth? So, I mean, getting into that SEC championship game is fucking easy. South Carolina – FSU almost title, lost right? to the team that finished like fifth in the SEC East. Sure, but they didn't. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. I mean, well, surely you have an SEC title. I mean, just one? I mean, Tulane's got an SEC title. Matter. Yes, they do. Georgia Congratulations. Tulane's a good program. Yeah, SEC titles have it too, right? I yeah, mean that that's yeah. Georgia Tech. I mean, uh, okay, we don't need to do all that. We don't need to. We don't need to put South Carolina's football history out there. I mean, considering the fact that they had one good five-year stretch and then. Well, they, I mean, yeah, they had a good five-year stretch. I also had a good game last Saturday too. So. They did, and they won, and it's the biggest, probably the biggest win in school history. I, I've, I've, I'm mm, pretty not much sure about that, but okay. <laughs> well, think think about it. No, I'm being realistic here. Can you think of a bigger win, winning on the road, winning against a team that's in the top 10, the Alabama team? Uh, the, the, the Tennessee win was by far much bigger. I mean, Tennessee was a better team. Um, uh, Tennessee was ranked higher. Uh, Tennessee was uh, only had one loss to uh, the number one team in the country. I mean, that by, and by accounts, and Tennessee was a bigger favorite. So the Tennessee win was much better. Okay. Just well, a much we'll better, just a much better team. Sure, but, we'll yeah. see about that. Because they're going to be the much better, much better team on December thirtieth. <clears> well, so. I wonder if, like, I don't know what time, but the games are at the same time, right, Jackpot? Aren't they both the same no, time? No, our our game, uh, the uh, Dabo Daddy Bowl is at three thirty, and the Beamer Bitch Bowl is at eight. So they 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 go right kind of in lockstep. As soon as one's over, it'll be almost time for uh, for yours to get cranked up. I can't wait. Well, good for you, sir. Um, anyway, I can't wait. I think over overthrow Joe may uh, may hang forty on Clemson. <clears throat> anyway, biggest win of the Gamecock in history for you guys, and maybe you guys will hang a banner for that. We beat Clemson. Awesome. No, that wasn't the biggest win. I already told you. That that wasn't the biggest win in history, and I just told you all about why. I can go back to your comments from before where you said Tennessee was a gimmick offense and everything else. You beat a you beat a really good me, team. Me, me, who in the world who championed that all year long? That that that's been uh, that's what that's what's dripped off your tongue at least 50 right, times and, per podcast you, this entire season. I didn't hardly say anything love, about the gimmick. You loved every second of it, sir. Gimmick offense, you love that term. So don't Yeah, I thought it. it was funny. Yes, now I've moved on. <clears> and <throat> I, felt, I felt sorry for him after we beat up on him, and now it's my time to pull for him. 
It's time for me to pull them up. You know, pull them up, pull them up by the bootstraps. Like, come on, you can do this. Come on. It helps teams sometimes. It helps teams. You saw what happened when I quit on the Gamecocks for four days. They they retooled themselves. They reset. I think the players found out about it. I don't know who leaked it to them. I don't know. But somebody let them know, hey, bro, Jackpot ain't too happy with us as shit. And, um, and they went out there and uh, they dropped the nuts, as Cam Smith <clears throat> says, and uh, they got it together. Uh, let's read R's comment here, who obviously can't put his full name out there. It just has an R as his picture. Uh, this is the comment from the Gamecock fans. Jackpot, give Rob a hanky. He's pissed we his gay team. Please, sir, speak in complete sentences if you're going to uh, write comments in the chat. There are he some did. Good he says, Jackpot, give Rob a hanky. He's pissed we beat his team. Where do you see that, sir? I see that we right his team. Oh, bullshit. Uh, Daniel with the super chat. Congratulations, Carlos. He'll be back for vengeance. Yes, sir. Daniel, hey, man, you, you were right there. And by the way, folks over there thinking that we're pissy with each other, we're just babbling back and forth. Jackpot said far worse things to me, and I've said far worse things to him. Just we're not gonna, it's not like mom and dad fighting. We're gonna have a goddamn divorce. Calm down over there. It's all right. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm probably gonna get you pretty pissed off for this before this game comes up. <clears throat> we shall see. All right. Look. Dwayne Wicker says Notre Dame's quarterback is in the portal. He is. Which one, sir? Pine is his name. He's Chris in the Pine. court. Well, hell, he's the one that's played all year. Yeah. I mean, my God. I, I mean, I don't want to see all this now. <clears throat> I want a competitive game in the Dabo's well, Daddy Bowl. I don't want to. I don't want to just go out there and just kick their ass up around their shoulders. Yeah, Yak Craval says, "Get a divorce so we can have two Christmases." There you go. Drew Pine. Thank you. I thought it was Chris Pine. You're right. All right. Well, anyway, uh, I want to look at a couple of these other bowl games and we'll take some calls here. Uh, let's see here. Let's just look at. Mm -hmm. There was talk about Mizzou not wanting to play uh, Kansas. Mizzou ends up with Wake Forest in the Union Home Mortgage Gasparilla Bowl. That's interesting, right, Jackpot? <clears throat> yeah, that's uh, that's weird. I would have liked to have seen Notre Dame. Or, uh, that's an interesting matchup. I would have liked to have seen uh, Mizzou and, and Kansas. That had something to do with their basketball game against Missouri, or the basketball game, I'm sorry, against Kentucky, from what I gather. Um, and I, I don't know. Uh, let's run that, down. That sounds kind of a stupid reason to want to – Move your damn football game around. I mean, that, that would have been a, a great bowl game. Yeah, but at any rate, um, I'm sure that Mizzou will, will handle business there against Wake Forest. Not we shall like. see. Florida get, plays the Beeve jackpot. Florida and Oregon State in the Las Vegas Bowl. Oh, the Beeve is going to kick their ass. <laughs> They're going to kick their ass. Kansas and Arkansas in the Liberty Bowl. Mm. <clears throat> Boy, two, two six and six teams there. What a shitter. That should be the Kale Hall shitter of the bowl contest. It may be. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Texas Tech's going to play Ole Miss in the Texas Bowl. Alabama and Kansas State in the Sugar Bowl. 
I've heard there's rumors that uh, Bryce Young and Will Anderson will not play in that game, so that's going to be interesting. We'll see how that goes. Iowa now, and that's real. I mean, that's just okay. I, I get it if you. I get it if you don't. If you want to sit the damn Gasparilla Bowl out, you want to sit the Union Mortgage Trailer Home Bowl out. You want to sit the Independence Bowl out. You gonna sit the Sugar Bowl or what? What is it? The Cotton Bowl, Sugar Bowl. What are they playing in? Sugar Bowl. The Sugar, sugar Bowl, Bowl out. That's just you're there. That's just a bitch made bitch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a bitch made um, bitch. Iowa and Kentucky in the Trans Perfect Music City Bowl. Trans Perfect. Yes, sir. Anybody know what that is? What is Trans? Know, they're talking about my figure. Oh, okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. You got me. All right. Ohio State and Georgia and CFP semifinal one. Uh, then that's going to be it. Uh, let's see here. What, what the Billy hell said, would you want your son to play in a bowl that don't matter? Well, I mean, if, if that's the case, then the only ones that matter are the college football playoff ones, Billy. I mean, come <laughs> on. I mean, you're too old to be making comments like that. That's for these he's damn young fucks to, to say stupid shit like that. He's trying to needle me about it. Look, I, I want the bowl games to matter, but as far as having the teams that were there in rivalry weekend, you're not going to have it. You're going to be watching second and third string guys out there playing. So the idea you're going to be watching the future. Yeah, that's basically what you're watching. Uh, Mississippi State and Illinois in the Relia Quest Bowl. Uh, and then what's the other one? The other one is. Thank God we didn't have to go to that. Well, well, LSU and Purdue in the Citrus Bowl. LSU and Purdue. -do. Yeah. Let's see how that works out. A couple of other games here. Cincinnati will play Louisville on December 17th in the Fenway Bowl. What a shitter. UCF and Duke in the Military Bowl. Uh, Oregon and North Carolina in the credit, the San Diego County Credit Union Holiday Bowl. Why the fuck is North Carolina going to San Diego to play a bowl game? That doesn't make any sense. It, it's a, it's a tie-in. <laughs> it's a tie-in. It's a bowl tie-in. Did it's I tell you last year uh, UCLA was supposed to play um, NC State in that bowl, and right. UCLA forfeited it because um, of COVID issues. So I guess technically NC State won that bowl game since they had to, to, to forfeit it. And I was watching a thing before the season started. Um, what's the quarterback for uh, NC State that was hurt? What was his name? Devin Leary. Devin Leary, Devin Leary was, was taking some dude on YouTube around the uh, a tour of the NC State football facility, which is pretty nice, actually. And they had the 2021 Holiday Bowl trophy on fucking display and no shit actually they do i'm like yeah, they, really they, yeah they took that damn trophy and they didn't even fucking play the game really i'm like y'all are proud of that of course they, oh, what the <clears throat> they, they were holding up the trophy the day of when they went in and uh their their dickhead coach just yay we're winners yeah sure you are yeah well, um, I, don't, I don't really particularly like them so yeah uh, Syracuse and Minnesota in the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl. That's at Yankee Stadium. You know, I'd, I'd go to a game at Yankee Stadium. Why not? Uh, Oklahoma and Florida State in the Cheez-It Bowl. Boy, that's interesting. 
It Maryland is. and NC Maryland and NC State, two teams that were in the ACC, will play for the mayonnaise. The Duke's Mayo Bowl, Pittsburgh and UCLA will play in the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl. So there's that. Any of those bowls you're looking forward to, Jackpot? Uh, I think that Oklahoma Forest State Bowl game will be interesting. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to watch any of the teams in the SEC East, I guess, play. Um, uh, yeah. Some of those could be interesting matchups, but ugh, some of those are just, just ugly, just nasty ones. Which one's going to be the shitter, Jackpot? Cincinnati and Louisville or Arkansas and Kansas? I think you got to go with Cincinnati and Louisville. Cincinnati's been quite a uh, quite a disappointment this year. Very disappointing team. And no Luke Fickle to coach them. Uh, so he's gone. Um, and then, you know, we got Louisville with their liar head coach. Um, and, and that – Having to travel up to where are they going? Is that in Yankees? That's in Boston. That's the Fenway Bowl. Fenway Bowl, yep. Yeah, that's 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 gonna definitely be one that's hard to watch. Big Barney Ross says, I'm looking forward to the Indica and Sativa Bowl. <laughs> God damn it, Big Barney Ross. All right. Uh why don't we take some calls, Jackpot? Let's uh do that now. The Phone number is 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. That is the number to dial if you would like to join us on the program this evening. Yeah, says Kentucky and Iowa is clearly the toilet bowl. Are they playing again? No, I don't know. I have to look. I have to look. I, didn't, um, I pulled up the ACC and SEC matchups. Let's look at the Big Ten. We're waiting on some calls to come in here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. All right. There you go. Yep. So call away. 803-470-2905. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hi. Uh, this is Jacob. Uh, so Hi, I watched, Jacob. Uh, Clemson. I watched the Clemson and UNC game last night. And when I saw Kay Klubnik going in, I was proud of like the decision and the way he was playing until the very end of the game, which I thought, in my opinion, he, as of now, when DJ's not on the transfer report, I think he's the he's the starting quarterback for this team from now on, yeah. uh, for this next game. Yeah. And uh, do you think that Cade deserves like a lot of credit for the way he came into the game. Um, look, I, I I'm going to be honest with you. You, you go into every season hoping to win your conference championship, but yeah, in my opinion, um, this is a season of wasted opportunities for Clemson offense was, you know, someone told me that Clemson had the highest scoring offense in the ACC. I went and looked that up. But it just felt like they were in neutral all season. And I think there's things that have to be fixed. Um, and I don't think it's just Klubnik either. I mean, he went in and he made plays, got the the Tigers the ACC championship, which is good. But in the end, I mean, they've got to figure out some stuff on the offensive line. And Jack Pop said something earlier that is absolutely 100% true. They have no wide receivers that are game-changing wide receivers anymore. They just don't. There is no Justin Ross. 
There is no Hunter Renfro. They don't have any of those guys anymore. So until they fix those things, the Clemson offense, I mean, they'll score points, but as far as, hey, we, we need to go down the field and score quickly, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to be that way. Yeah, and I and also defenses, I think, in my opinion, another little bit of a problem right now, a little bit. Well, the um, Clemson defense had some issues against the pass. They got to figure that out. So, all right, caller, appreciate it, man. You have a good night. You too. All right, let's back out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. How are you guys doing? Hi. Great. Just wanted to ask y'all real quick. Um, normally, I get on here and ask about Carolina foot, Carolina Gamecocks football, but kind of something a little bit different. Um, I'm actually um, from Conway, South Carolina, where Coastal Carolina is at. Yeah. And so grew, I grew up going to those games. I was kind of shocked to see – I wasn't shocked to see Jamie Chadwell leave. I was just more shocked to see where he landed because I thought that maybe um, – I just – I've always compared Liberty used to be um, Coastal's rival in the Big South. Um, and so kind of comparable programs. Yeah. Um, and so I, I was kind of wondering where his thought process – I know he kind of got a pretty good payday um, there. It's a seven-year deal. But um, I wonder maybe if it was just because Coastal Carolina really is going to lose a, a ton of talent um, right. this year. And so uh, maybe if it was just because maybe he saw the writing on the wall, that they probably wouldn't be able to compete as good as they have in the last two or three years. But I don't know. What's your um, thought on that? Um, I, I, just thought, I thought that was strange, too. Thought it was kind of a, thought that was just like a lateral move, really, uh, and, and I don't know is Liberty if Liberty's planning on trying to move up to a Power Five school. Well, sometime in the near future, to, they're going. They're moving up to. They're moving to Conference USA, I think. Yeah, it's Conference USA is where they're moving, and you know, it's like um, not exactly, uh, you know. Well, it's I not mean, exactly it's, it's, going from I mean, the outhouse to the penthouse. It's kind of like I mean, the, is, is Conference USA any better than the Sun Belt? I mean, mm, I, 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 I think know. it's maybe one notch above, but not really. I, I personally wouldn't think. I personally wouldn't think they they are. Um, you think about Appalachian State with Texas a and was a dumpster fire, but you have some big, pretty decent schools. Um, in that, um, in the in the Sun Belt, when well, me and one of my friends was talking the other day about it, just how you have a lot of teams that can really upset Power Five schools. I believe that if Coastal, if uh, if Coastal's quarterback Grayson McCall would have been healthy, I believe they could have handedly beat Virginia. Um, and I and honestly, I believe Coastal really is a is a quality program. And I think, like, I believe Coastal Carolina is one of the largest, I think it may even be the largest school um, in South Carolina as far as enrollment with students, kind of like how UCF is in Florida. And I wonder sometimes if they could probably follow that blueprint that UCF um, has kind of set and kind of maybe get to a um, Power Five 
possibly one day. But the problem with Coastal is you look at it from the standpoint of which conference, <clears throat> which conference is going to, you know, with TV rights. The ACC doesn't need Coastal. The SEC doesn't need Coastal. And so that would kind of be hard for Coastal Carolina. But I believe that they definitely could recruit. You're right there at Myrtle Beach. And I believe it has, you know, for Jamie to just – Jamie Chadwell to go to a place like Liberty, I feel like he could have actually had even more success if he would have stayed at Coastal and built that program even more. So, yeah, you're probably right about that. And there's news coming out on Twitter right now that uh, South Carolina is going to hire Dan Mullen as their offensive coordinator. Um, ah. I mean, jackpot. I mean, hey, and not not to take anything away from what you're talking about with Coastal, but I know you talk about the Gamecocks too. I don't know if this is etched in stone yet or not, but there is a lot of language out there with um, with some folks that, that say that uh, maybe Dan Mullen's going to be the OC at South Carolina. That's interesting. Well, hey, you know what, Rob? I mean, yeah, I, well, I mean, it's just recruiting season, so we're going to do recruiting now. Well, I'm, I, I hope it's true. I, I hope it's I hope it's true. He, he definitely would be better than um, – I actually live in Iowa. I'm a pastor, and um, I, I live in Iowa near uh, – I'm only about 30 minutes from Omaha, Nebraska. And so all of where I live, they're talking about, you know, Matt Rule and how big he is. I'm like, well, your offense is just going to be absolutely terrible, just so you know. <laughs> and telling people but i hope it's true i think dan mullen will be a good hire well we're not like i haven't like talked to folks that i know yet um from my days working and uh covering the gamecocks and i still do but not as much as i used to but uh we'll we'll see what i can find later on but maybe that's where he's gonna go who knows uh biscuit says megan mullen's gonna be the recruiting coordinator <laughs> i didn't know if the caller knew it but um uh, Liberty's enrollments are like 46,000 students, making it one of the largest uh, enrollments in uh, FBS football. It's crazy. It, it is a big school. It's the largest um, Christian university in America. I think, I don't know, they have a lot of satellite campus. I don't mean, I don't know. Or, I don't know, they have a lot like night school students because that's not a real big place, I don't think. All right, caller. Um, it we'll, is. We'll, yeah, go ahead. I was just going to say it is a very. It could be online too because it's huge for um, pastors going through seminary um, mm. for online. So that might be do that. Well, and, and let, let's not forget that that Hugh Freeze went there and found Jesus, and then when he did, he went to Auburn. So I mean, they they do save souls there. I mean, that happens. <laughs> I'm not and then mocking, he made that's, look. That respectfully, sir, that's what he said. He said he went to Liberty to find Jesus. He got there, did had his time there, and now he's been, uh, you know, it's his soul is cleansed, I guess, and now he's the head coach at Auburn. So who knows? I'm not I'm, mocking I'm at happy. all. I mean, hey, if you can figure it out, figure it out, however you got to do it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Y'all have a good day. Appreciate it, Thank buddy. Uh, Brock with a great comment here. Dan Mullen is a great Ooh. offensive mind. And he doesn't have to worry about recruiting because Beamer does the bulk of the recruiting. Um, Brock is a smart commenter. I completely agree with that comment. Um, Bet with the intelligent comment over here online. He says, 
lot of South Carolina love to hire former Florida coaches, LMAO. Well, uh, they do. Okay. They've hired exactly two. Um, and they went one for one for two, uh, hit a home run with one and um, struck out with the other. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, if South Carolina gets Dan Mullen, that's a hell of a hire for an offensive coordinator. That's not any bullshit aside. The guy's got a proven track record as being a great X's and O's guy, and that would be a great hire for South Carolina. In recruiting season. I mean, yeah. So make us dangerous, even more dangerous. Than we it, can you imagine we're going to be even more lethal than we were with Marcus Satterfield? I know, right? Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Go ahead, caller. Caller. Uh, yeah, good morning. How y'all doing? Good morning. Right. Yeah, doing good. Um, I tuned in late. Did y'all say South Carolina hired Steve Spurrier? No, sir. Apparently, there are rumors that Dan Mullen is going to be the offensive coordinator at South Carolina, according to, you know, several different Twitter folks, et cetera. So. You're cutting out. You said Will Muschamp? No, sir. I said Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen, you know, Megan Mullen oh. going to be down there kissing the, kissing oh, the players. Oh, yeah. oh, Megan Mullen's husband. Yeah, Megan Mullen's husband. Exactly. Okay. Uh, that's cool. Hey, congratulations, Rob, on your um, rolls, ro uh, Orange Bowl bid. Yeah. Nice to go to a big uh, bowl. That's going to be an that's going to be an interesting game. I wish it worked out for uh, for for uh, for the Orange Bowl, but I really wish they would do away with all these conference tie-ins and we could get more interesting games like that. Um, but uh, yeah, so. Um, what bowl did South Carolina get? Um, they're going to the Gator Bowl. They still have that? Yes, sir. They, they do. still do. Oh, I thought they only had the New Year's Six in the playoffs. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> have any way of knowing about those. I thought they did away with those other ones. Hmm. That's a good point, man. They still have yeah. the Gator Bowl, you say. They still have the Gator right. Bowl. You're absolutely right. Yes, sir. All right. Well, I can't think of any more uh, anything else to waste time. So, guess I'll let you gentlemen go. Oh, oh. Uh, no, I'm not going to say anything about you not having any sleeves. Have a good morning. Thank you, sir. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Big Barney Ross says, who will play orange in the Orange Bowl, Clemson or Tennessee? I don't know. That's a good What's question. What's that? Who's gonna wear? Uh, who's gonna wear uh, orange in the Orange Bowl? Clemson or Tennessee? I think Clemson will wear the white shirts with the orange pants, and Tennessee may go with those black those black uniforms. I don't know. I hope, I hope Tennessee goes with the smoky grays. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Whatever, whatever they they wear, it doesn't matter. They can put on purple. They're gonna beat. They're gonna beat Tater ass. Okay. Well, good. Let's see how that works out. Um, can't wait. Jackpot. Jackpot. Are we are we gonna stream that day? Uh definitely gonna try to. Um I, I definitely can stream the night game. Hopefully I'll be off work in time for the uh for the Gamecocks game. Um, we'll with it being out. on a Friday, that's kind of yeah, yeah. 
Well, I, I will be covering the Gamecocks, and then right after that, I'll jump on the stream with you to uh, do the rest of that game. So <clears throat> stay tuned for that. All right, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join the program today, 803-470-2905. Kentucky Durbin's calling it the Halloween Bowl. <laughs> Very good, sir. That's actually really funny. Um, I like that. All right, so you guys are welcome to join us here on the program. The final standings for the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. I just posted it. Carlos Klein wins 93-92 to over Daniel Gregory, and uh, he is taking home the championship there. I just posted that on robinkaleshow.com, and now I'm going to share it to Facebook so you can go over there and check it out as well. Jackpot, you finished 15th, sir. That's not bad. Not bad at all. No, I would have. I think I would have done a little bit better than that too, had I not uh, pooped down the back of both legs in week. Well, yep, this week, this past week, um, three. Ugh. Bad, yeah. bad. Uh, someone's posting about people are upset that Uyunglele is hitting the transfer portal, and they're Clemson fans about what the fuck do you want? You don't want. What do you want, people? Anymore? I mean, you wanted him ran off. And you, you couldn't stand him. You hated him. So he was the worst quarterback there in 20 years, which is not true, by the way. Cole Stout was worse than ukulele. I have that <laughs> confirmed. Uh, he was. Um, uh, do you agree? I mean, ugh, come on. Yeah, it, um, I had. if you told me to pick either Cole Stout or Uyunglele, I would pick uh, Uyunglele. Well, I mean, Cole Stout had more weapons. Uh, he, he had more weapons on the outside, anyway, uh, than the ukulele did. But but anyway, I mean, people that people have short memories. A lot of them probably don't even know who Cole Stout is. Cole's got a lot of new fans, you know. Um, but you know, it, it's just sad. It, it's it's uh, you know this guy. He 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 was recruited hard to Clemson. He committed there. I mean, he could have gone anywhere, and he chose you. And then, then they turned their back on him. It's just, it's just sad, just sad to watch. Sad to watch. Yeah, I, I was giving Spencer Rattler a hard time. You know, he wasn't doing very well this season at South Carolina, and that's fine. He's not a homegrown dude. He's a, he's, a, he's a transfer portal person. He was brought there for one reason, one reason only to win and to quarterback that football team. DJ was a homegrown talent. He, he, he came to Clemson. He's a Clemson guy. He was there uh, from his freshman year on. You know. And um, it's kind of like the Braves, you know, kind of like the Braves, how upset everyone was when, when Freddie Freeman left to join the Dodgers, how, how upset everyone was when, when Brian McCann uh, went to wear pinstripes, you know, because they were homegrown people. They were Braves, you know, and, um, you know, it, it just, you know, when, when Mark Teixeira left, when B.J. Upton left, I didn't care. These guys weren't real Braves. Yeah, they were just there for a season. It's kind of the same thing, really. It's sad. It, it, sure. it is sad. Well, what, whatever whatever you want to float out there, Jackpot. Um, Uncle Lou says, does it really matter who plays quarterback for Clemson anymore? Shipley is the only playmaker, and the defense will be in the toilet next year. <clears throat> we'll see about that. Uh, 803-470-2905. They were kind of ho hovering in the toilet this year, weren't they? Uh, defense was – I got to look at the final numbers. 
DJ would have made the practice squad more formidable in the scrimmages. Very, that's a good point, sir. Good point, sir. That's a good one. Kyle Parker disagrees. Yeah. No, I mean, Cole Stout, unless it was Oklahoma, where he lit Oklahoma up like a fucking Christmas tree. Um, yeah. Yeah, if, unless it's Oklahoma, Cole Stout is probably the worst Clemson quarterback in the past 20 years. I would definitely buy that. He he kind of had a coming out party against Oklahoma, kind of like uh, Spencer Rattler did against uh, Tennessee. <laughs> oh, I mean, I dare say if Cole Stout, uh, it's, it's a shame he didn't get another game to play at Clemson. Good Lord, who, who else might he have blown out, you know? Diego's Coppins says, what will Rob do if South Carolina beats Notre Dame and Clemson loses to Tennessee? I guess we'll find out. I mean, I'm going to show up and do the same podcast that I've been doing for fucking ever anyway. The world keeps spinning, sir. Brought Lee with uh, another good comment. He's got some smart comments tonight, some educational stuff uh, for everyone else. I need to see Cade played more before I can say he's great because he didn't look that great during the season and played against a terrible UNC team. Facts. People <laughs> thought Jason Brown was good before Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> remember, remember the uh, little spin move. Yeah, where oh, the, was that? That was the Texas A and M game, right? Yeah, yeah, a little spin yeah. move. Yeah, that was a mess. Um, yeah, he was terrible. Uh, look, and I think Clemson fans, you're right. They need to pump the brakes on this too because I think I think he'd only thrown like 12 passes or something heading into last night, and now it's like, oh, he's the anointed one. North Carolina defense is terrible. Yeah, terrible. Uh, Uncle Uncle Lou called it last night on the live stream. Tennessee level bad. <coughs> yeah, now, they are really really bad. Yeah. So, now now you know hopefully that defense is shored up a little bit for the Orange Bowl. Because um, you know I mean Clemson likes to Clemson Clemson likes to give up some points in Miami. Uh, we all know this. Uh, we yeah. know this. <laughs> yeah, the so, game talks, and they don't get to play in big bowls, so we don't know how they would do in Miami. It's a big bowl. Uh, it's both. They're both there on the east coast of Florida. Not a lot of difference between the two. Not a lot of difference. Uncle Lou is spreading some nonsense. He says, "I messaged him today and told him that he's. I'm looking to replace Jackpot. I'm not replacing Jackpot. Are you out of your damn mind?" See, you go start some shit over there. That's not the way that it is. Just because Jackpot and I throw shit at each other doesn't mean that we're going to uh, split the show up. Holy shit. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if he wants to get rid of me, that's fine. I'll just go in there and go back to bed. <laughs> All right. 803-470-2905. Stop with the rumors over there. That's not happening. 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join the, the uh, program. Jay says, Rob, does the wife feeders help clear up the back acne from the steroids? Um, I, I don't use steroids, sir. What? what you're he, he thinks that I'm on steroids. Justin Martin says, what are your thoughts on Deion Sanders going to Colorado? I mean, I think it's cool. I mean, I think Colorado um, has – I think Colorado has the ability to be a sleeping giant. Uh, and I'm not being facetious. I mean, they – have had some really good teams in the past, had some really good players out there in the past. And I mean, let's face it, should be the dominant program uh, in the state of Colorado. And with him out there, I mean, he's going to attract some dudes, man. 
He's going to attract some dudes. Um, the Pac-12 should get the Pac-12 South anyway they play in, which I don't. I guess that'll probably be dissipated when uh, when UCLA and them leave. But um, you know, I think he'll. I think he'll make them really competitive right off the get go. He's going to get some recruits in there. He'll probably get some some decent transfer portal hits too, pretty quickly. So, uh, caller, welcome to the program. Yeah, you're right, jackpot about that. Uh, anyway, caller, what you got? Hey, it's Big Barney Ross. I'm calling in tonight for the last three, at least three weeks. Tennessee Vol fans have been begging to play Clemson in the bowl. They got their wish. I like to hear from Rob. How, what what's a key? Do you think? It's going to be for Clemson to win this Orange Bowl. I'm going to get off here and uh, listen to what you got to say. Well, here's the thing with that. I don't know who Clemson's going to have there. I don't know who Tennessee's going to have there. So it's kind of hard to uh, to really judge that. I do think that uh, the team that has the least amount of players that leave the program uh, and didn't didn't Tennessee's offensive coordinator didn't he leave too jackpot if I remember? Yeah, correctly? he got a head, the head coaching job. He replaced Jeff Scott. Yeah, down at South Florida. So, um, I I, I look. I know that. Uh, well, that's Heifel, fine. John John Hopeful's going to take over the def, uh, offense, and they'll be sure. just fine. You won't miss a beat. Uh, you know, I, so it's really hard for me to sit here and I mean, if we're talking about making an educated guess on who's going to win. I don't know who's going to be there. I really don't. I don't know who's going to have, you know, hey, my my toe hurts and I'm not going to play. There's going to be a lot of that too. Um, and so I, I don't really know, to be completely honest. So the team that has the most players that uh, were there at the beginning of the season and at the end of the season and were playing well will probably win the game. And I know that sounds like I'm being flat. Now, on the other side, fuck Tennessee and their gimmick offense, and I hope that uh, Clemson wins by 30. So the Tennessee folks, by the way, someone actually put this out there earlier. You guys wanted to, you wanted Clemson all the time. Now you've got Clemson, and now you got to shut the fuck up because maybe you know what's coming. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think that I think they're going to have a little bit of a tough time, but that's just me. Yeah, well, I mean, you, you've got the damn jackpot kiss of death, so – Generally, jackpot roots for another team, and they don't really do well. He did do well with Mizzou, so maybe that uh, maybe that'll help. B Bean says, "Can you say fuck Tennessee on YouTube?" I will do. Say it again, fuck Tennessee. So, but see, here's the thing, though: the people that have been—I uh, don't think the bowl games mean as much as they used to. So, Clemson wins this game. Tennessee will be like, "We didn't have Hooker. We didn't have our offensive coordinator." Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? This is uh, VicTube. Hello, VicTube. Uh, yeah, so I wanted to ask y'all uh, what y'all think about uh, South Carolina and Notre Dame playing in the real uh, ACC championship. Oh, yeah, th that's a great point. That's a great point. Um, I, I know Spencer Rattler is going to be – he's playing in the bowl game which is a good thing. Um, Notre Dame's playing with a backup quarterback. South Carolina's really got to – they've got to really concentrate on this 
during these however many practices they get, what is it, like 18 practices or something before a bowl game, they've got to concentrate on stopping the run. They're just not very good at stopping the run. Um, they didn't even stop it against Clemson, and they won the game. But with that being said, if they can do those things, it should be an easy win. Should be. <clears throat> All right. Vic, too, man. Hey, thanks for calling the program, buddy. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, okay. All right. 803-470-2905 if you'd like to join the program this evening. By he the way, says like, Notre Dame quarterback will transfer before the ball. He already has. Um, he's in, what did you hear that, uh, about? Did you see about Tom Herman going to uh, South Florida? Yeah, I, I did. I did see. Wait, wait a minute. No, it couldn't be South Florida because Not that's South Florida, Florida, Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic, yeah. Old, t- yeah, old, titty, old titty bar Tom. That's what he, what they called him on Zach Smith's podcast. He's going to be having fun down there. Well, he's still collecting that Texas money, so there's that. Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Not really anything wrong with the titty bar, uh, just to be fair. Uh, to, to, but... Um, I wasn't going to call back in, but someone asked me to. I wonder if I could get you guys' thoughts um, on uh, – now, I know Tennessee had a pretty good season in football, so I'm not sure what they're going to do now as far as their whole thing where they pretend to be a, a basketball skew when their football team is real bad, you know, and then when the basketball team doesn't make the Final Four because they've never made a Final Four then they start pretending to be a baseball skew and all that. So I don't know, I don't know what they're going to do with that uh, since they went 10 and two, maybe it depends how bad they lose to Clemson. I don't know, Um, but that's not why I'm calling. Um, The reason I was calling is to get you guys thoughts on, um, on, on this. Um, What do you think about, um, I know it's early in the season uh, for basketball, but I was calling to get you guys' opinions on what do you think about the fact that Georgia has more wins in basketball right now than Tennessee does? And I'll hang up and talk. <laughs> well, we haven't really gotten into basketball season yet, but well, uh, they got more wins than South Carolina does. And um, God, South Carolina was they, they actually they pulled one out of the shutter yesterday uh, on the road, um, like. Like that was like 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 they played they played Georgetown uh, in uh, D.C. yesterday the MCI Center or whatever it's called and um, they were behind and uh, they had to go to overtime there with and 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 came from behind um, got a uncontested two shots for flagrant like the. The Georgetown player grabbed the, the Gamecock player Hayden Brown's jersey, prevented him from from getting his shot off, and um, so he got two two foul shots uncontested. Of course, he was only able to hit one, so the game went to overtime. But uh, that Patrick Ewing, holy shit! Uh, the him and Lamont Paris met over at, at midcourt with the referees to discuss that play. You don't realize. I mean, how big? And I don't know. I don't know how big Lamont Paris is. I would think he's at least over six feet tall. I mean, obviously, probably he played basketball at some point. But Patrick Ewing, I mean, that dude is—he's huge, man. 
he is, I mean, he's every bit of, of I don't know, what, 6'10", 6, 6'11", 6, and he's just freaking massive. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is a massive dude. You're right about that. Uh, let's go back out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hey, what's up? It's uh, Ballard Sports Media. How you guys doing? Good, Hello, sir. How are you? Good, man. I wanted to obviously come on tonight and talk, you know, college football, but obviously these uh, four teams, I mean, how how uh, cool is it, I mean, after the, the couple times that we've gotten two SEC teams, to see two Big Ten teams in a different conference uh, get two teams in, uh, I think that's actually pretty incredible, and how crazy would it be if that's what ended up being the national championship? Yeah, I mean that would be uh look the the Big 10 folks man they've been they're they're running their uh craziness right now. With, they're licking their chops. <laughs> oh yeah, they they absolutely are. Uh you know, we we pick at them about uh we pick at them about the whole thing with, you know, Big 10 football sucking and all that, but I think deep down in their heart I think uh I honestly think that that Alabama could probably beat both of those teams. I really do. Oh and yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't okay. be surprised if um, I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, I think Georgia's going to handle Ohio State, and wouldn't surprise me if TCU beat Michigan. So, I mean, I, I wouldn't be stunned by that. Would you, Jackpot? Uh, I would. I, I I would be honestly. I would be more surprised if Ohio State beat Georgia. Yeah. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, it wouldn't surprise me if neither one of them made the final. So there's that. Yeah. Any anyway, how, how mean, many I, how many uh sir, so you're you I know you support the Alabama folks. How many trailer parks are on fire right now because you guys didn't make the playoffs? <laughs> I mean, I know that there's I'll, there's I'll there's, I don't, there's sheet metal I don't burning know right now in Alabama. Park. Yeah, I don't know about trailer parks, but I can tell you this: I've seen a lot of pissed off fans on Facebook. That's for sure. Uh, I, I wonder. I wonder why they're pissed off because let's well, be honest, deserve to go. Yeah, I mean, you don't deserve oh, no, to be there. I've been saying it. Yeah, I've been absolutely. saying that. Well, you should be the shepherd, sir, and lead that fan base. You should tell them, look, we didn't deserve to be there anyway, and then maybe tell some right, of the players that's what I don't. Was don't uh don't, That's what don't I've been leave the program before we uh, play the sugar yes. bowl so it could be that too i've been saying that all week long and even if they put us in let's just be honest and, and i just got done doing of course my own live stream and talking about this the the coaching not necessarily nick saban but I'll tell you what, Bill O'Brien has screwed over our offense and Bryce Young this year. I know it's been explosive at times, but when there's pressure, when it's a big-time football game, it just seems like, man, there's penalties, there's miscues, there's a bunch of – I don't know what it is, but there's a lot inside of this program this year that you just look at and say it's not helping their case to be the standard of college football. It's not helping their case to be a potential national title team. And, and I, I, with that being said, I really like – and if we had got in, we would have played Georgia in the first game. 
Georgia would have mollywopped us. I'll admit well, that. Respectfully, Georgia's going to mollywop just about everybody that they play. It's just a question of, um, you know, uh, how, how, how long they let teams stay in it. So I'm stunned they gave up that's 30 fair. points to LSU yesterday. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. That was opinion. funny. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate it, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Happy holidays, too. Oh, man, we appreciate that. Uh, Randy says, if Cade repeats his MVP performance against the Vols, how much effect will it have on the remainder of the recruiting trail? I mean, if you see that there's going to be a good quarterback there as a receiver, you might want to come. Who knows? Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, man, I have a statement for Jackpot. Sure. Jackpot, uh, I took a I took South Carolina's team total over 21 points for the Tennessee game. Easiest bet I've ever hit. They hit in the first quarter. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, that was uh. Did you, still, did you uh, yeah, that? I don't think that win gets talked about enough now. Kind of, I guess, got overshadowed by the one over the Taters, but that was uh. That was no doubt the best win of the season. Probably the well, best I, win of our history. I'll be history. honest. I didn't, I didn't take it because of the Carolina offense. I took it because of the Tennessee defense. Well, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> it is what it is. Thank you, man. We hey, man. But it. Yes, I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> Uncle Lou wants to hang out with you next weekend, Jackpot. What's say Yes. Game? Yes, yeah, I'm off. Jackpot, yep. Yeah. Sure. All right. 803-470-2905. More the merrier. 803-470-2905. Yurder with the Super Chat. Just so you Notre Dame fans understand, when we say go Cox, we're not talking about altar boys. My goodness. Holy shit with all that. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hello, my life? Yes, go ahead. Uh, okay. Hey, I didn't really have any uh, specific questions about football, but could you stand next to that Christmas tree? I want to see how tall it is. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to have you mocking my my co-host, sir. You can go grab a bag of dicks. There you go. 803-470. What happened? He wants you to stand next to the Christmas tree so we can see how tall it is. I'm not going to have him mocking my co-host here, sir. I don't know. I'm a short man. It's taller than I am, so. <laughs> Uh, how about that? Yeah. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Uh, we'll take calls for a couple more minutes and we're going to get out of here. Uh, Brandon wants to know our thoughts on the Liberty Bowl. Two shit teams. Uh, I think Arkansas, Arkansas should win that game. Yeah. Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, can you go lay down under the tree and ask Miss Jackpot to put a bow on your forehead? God damn it. Why are you mocking Jackpot, sir? I thought you guys were friends. Don't do that. No, I'm mocking the I'm not. I'm mocking the caller. Oh, yeah. that's a good point, sir. Very so good. So you're in the Greenville area? You want to go to lunch or something? Sure. Sure. Hey, if you take if you take jackpot to McDonald's and supersize, he might put out. No, not McDonald's. Come on. 
I don't know. You I want to go to some out. local place that I can't. I want to go to some local place that I can't go to here. Okay. Well, we got a lot of those. Yeah. yeah. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, uh, well, I'll figure out a way to get in touch with you, uh, next Saturday around lunchtime. I'll be up there. Okay. All right, buddy. See you. Bye. All right. <laughs> it's a bromance. Take jackpot to the beacon. No, it would be taking Uncle Lou to the beacon. Yeah, Uncle Lou would like the beacon. <clears throat> <laughs> All right, uh, 803-470. to the S and S. <laughs> Shit. You know what that is? <clears throat> yeah, like the S and S cafeteria, right? Yes, where all, all the old yeah. people go. Yeah, where all the old people go and you get you some pecan pie and all that good stuff. So, yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, we have like we have 216 people watching the program. Make sure that you like hit the like button. Very yeah, simple. that helps us out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, hit the like button, ladies and gentlemen. We get 10 cents uh, for every like. Mike, very confident with his Michigan team. OSU said the same thing. Be prepared for uber trolling if you're wrong because you'll deserve it all. Hey, man, you guys had a hell of a season. Just for some reason, when the Big Ten, regardless of who comes from the Big Ten, plays in the CFP, that style of football doesn't really translate well into the CFP. I mean, what Ohio State won once. I think they won. Did they what they won a CFP title, right? Or was that the last BCS? I can't remember, Jackpot, but it worked that one time. But ever since after that, it just really hasn't. Maybe your team will be the one to do it, sir. Who knows? Mitch Wonderlick says, take Uncle Lou to Kenny's in Spartanburg for some canned veggies. Uh, <laughs> is that the place? Is that the place in the Wade's parking lot? <laughs> yeah, no, that looks um Jerry says SNS steak and gravy, mashed taters, okra, cabbage, two thighs, a roll, and a pie. Uh let's see here. Uncle Lou says, Can I bring the Uber lady? Absolutely. Mike also says we have the same style as Georgia, just with a tad less talent. Sir, if you beat the Georgia Bulldogs, um, I mean it's gonna be an undisputed type thing there because I <laughs> They're light years ahead of everybody else, and it's not disrespecting your team. I don't really have a problem with Michigan, but as as um, Rackham Willie said, if you beat the Georgia Bulldogs, you're gonna feel a bulldog bite. You probably don't know who that is, Rob, but hmm. uh, SEC. I don't football. know if anybody knows who. I don't know yeah, if anybody knows who. Um, Rackham Willie is. That's a YouTube legend. Snake Doctor knows who it is. (laughs) Uncle Lou says he needs suggestions for somewhere to stay, Jackpot. I mean, I don't know, Jackpot, you can be the travel agent. That's cool. Uh, Well, well, you can't stay here, unfortunately. We've got too much junk and and every bedroom is taken. Um, Let me see. I don't know. I mean, we got we got all the uh, all the usual memdies around here. We've got the uh, the Holiday Inns. We got the Holiday Inn Expresses. We got the uh, the Best Western. Got the Comfort Inn. Got the Comfort Inn Suites. A lot of nice places around here. What is our Embassy Suites in downtown Greenville? 
Don't stay at the Trump Inn in Owensboro. Yeah, we're not near Owensboro. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, it says uh, on a van down by the river. Uh-uh, no. Billy says you have room. I, I don't know about all that. So There's some weird things that happen in the woods around here. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how that works out. We got to you, you make sure you we'll, we'll have to make sure you stay away from Anderson. That's um Is there anything with a jacuzzi right next to the bed? I don't know. I don't know really. I mean, you're going to have to study that. I don't really I don't really know that much about the motels and hotels in my own hometown, so I don't know. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, it's Chris in Georgia. Hey, hey Chris, so, uh, you didn't do cocaine before going to you the started the show. Sorry, you didn't do cocaine before you started the show, did you? No. Okay, good. All right, go ahead. Y'all going to the bowl games or? I am war I'm covering the Gamecocks that day, so I will not be going to the bowl game. I'll be streaming uh, the uh, the Tennessee game that night, though. Uh, you'll get to go. You only get to go down to Jacksonville to cover the Gamecocks. I'm going to be in studio. I uh, I don't like traveling like that, so I, uh, I, I'm in studio. What about you, Jackpot? You going down there? No, I'll have to work. So it's uh, I wish I wish it was on a Saturday instead of a Friday, but you know it is what it is. That's actually not a very far trip from here. It's only like five hours, so. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was stationed in Jacksonville. I mean, it's, it's a decent little town. Um, that's one reason why I didn't want the Cotton Bowl. Everybody was like, "Oh, you guys are think you're too good for the Cotton Bowl." It's on a Monday at noon. Luckily, I've we've got that day off, but I didn't want to have to turn around, possibly leave a game we lose, and hop on a plane and fly back. But uh, this game's on a Friday, so I'll have all weekend to <laughs> mope if we lose. But at least I'll be in Miami to do it. But, I'm gonna uh, respond. Let me respond. AATC Springfield says he can't afford tickets. If I wanted to go to the fucking bowl game, or if Jackpot wanted to go to the fucking bowl game, we could go. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's not like they're eight thousand dollar tickets. You can get tickets for damn. I think I think I saw them online eighty dollars according to ESPN according to their bowl page. Just stop with all that nonsense, man. Yeah, I mean, no, I, I went to Vanderbilt. Yeah. I went I mean, to Vanderbilt, East Carolina. I try to go to a road game every year and stay somewhere. So, yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, not, I, I'm not above paying for some tickets. Yeah, I mean, and it's. I mean, I have to work that day. I'm covering the Gamecocks that day, so I will not, unless the iHeart wants to send me down there, which they probably won't. I will not be uh, attending that game or the Orange Bowl game. So, if it were a different day and I wanted to go down, I'd, I'd go. It's just. I don't know, man. Anyway. But uh, no, I, I'm curious. I think we'll probably run the ball a lot more than we. I mean, we ran the ball a lot this year, and and they had a lot of rushing touchdowns. But I think they're going to lean more on the running. I don't know. We'll see what Joe Milton does. He's he could throw the ball a country mile, but he doesn't put any air under it, so the receivers can't find it. By the time they find it, it's already selling past them. So Look, he needs hey, to learn. Hopefully, they Chris, teach him. Chris, let's let's just be honest though. As of Sunday night at 10.25 Eastern time on, on December the 4th, what, 26 days before the bowl game, we don't know who's going to be there and who isn't. We do know that yeah. Clemson's starting quarterback yesterday is not going to be there. We know that Tennessee's starting quarterback that was there all season is not going to be there. We know Tennessee's offensive coordinator is out. 
Uh, one of Clemson's yeah. wide receiver, EJ Williams, is out. We know that those guys are gone, but there may be more guys that will leave. So, I mean, to sit here and just to say, you know, other than me just saying, you know, fuck your hillbilly team, and you can call us whatever the hell it is you want to call us up there, we don't really know. I mean, so it's kind of hard to break it down until we get a little bit closer. Yeah, true. I mean, That's I think got a problem with two hillbilly teams, isn't it? Really? <clears throat> I mean, we want to get technical. <clears throat> ah, well. Either way, I mean, it, it'll be an interesting game, but it's not going to be – I mean, it'll be fun to watch, but you don't know who's going to be there yet, so we'll see. I still think – I mean, I'm glad I'm glad with the ball placement and the opponent. I still think Alabama was ranked too high. I think they – seeing Nick Saban, that was the saddest for a legend. Like, you sit there and you hear about, about the legends like Coach K and Pat Summit and Vince Lombardi, and then you hear of a legend like – Nick Saban, and he's up there just like slobbing on the committee's knob last night in the middle of a, another conference's championship game, talking about, oh, well, please let us in. We, we, we didn't beat anybody good, but we didn't lose to anybody bad. That's got to count for something. Like, it's just like, man, just step down before you just tarnish. He, he's doing the Bill Belichick right now. Like, Bill Belichick, when Tom Brady wanted to leave, he should have rode off into the sunset. He did, Now he's just sitting there, got Mac, jo uh, Mac Jones cussing his offensive coordinator out on the sidelines. Like, dude, you're tarnishing the legacy. Like, you're always going to be a legend, but you're tarnishing it, man. Just ride out into the sunset while you still can before you Joe Paul yourself or something. Mike says he was panhandling like a hobo. <laughs> it, I, it, I'm telling you, it was hit, like – Honestly, Penn State deserves that spot more than Tennessee or Alabama does, if you ask me. I mean, Alabama didn't beat anybody, and Tennessee lost real bad when they did lose. Like, at least Penn State's argument is, hey, we lost the two playoff teams. Like, Alabama does not deserve <laughs> The best win they got was an eight-win Texas that they should have lost to. That if, if, the, if the ref knew what a safety was, they would have lost that game. Like, that's, that's their best win. And they're out there acting like, yeah, if we go into the playoffs – I think we could win it all. No, dude, you would get slaughtered by every team in the playoffs right now. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. And then we'll see what they do with coordinators and whatnot. But, like, Bryce Young carried that team pretty much by himself all year. Once he's gone, I mean, who do they really got? Are they going to go steal a bunch of more players from three-win teams like they have the last two years and expect to be elite? Like, it just don't work that way, man. You can't go steal from – three and nine bandy and expect that offensive tackle to come in and be a five-star. Like, especially when you've got five stars, you've recruited, like fire your whole scouting and recruiting department. If you have to well, go. Hold, hold, hold on now. Look, look, I, I, I fuck Alabama too, but I mean, Jameer Gibbs was a hell of a pickup from Georgia tech. Uh, Toto was a, was a <laughs> hell of a pickup from Tennessee. I mean, they're, it's not like they're just picking up. I mean, Toto's they're getting some games. To Toto's, Toto's, Toto's going to be a, a well, all right, we'll go with Jameer Gibbs then. Jameer Gibbs had and a I great agree. season Jameer Gibbs, Jameer Gibbs is elite, and I'll give him that. But at the same time, why is why are you having to go to three and nine Georgia Tech to get and, – and you're treating – he's a third down, like he's a speed, all-purpose back. You should not be trying to pound him up the middle. And why haven't any of your other five-star backs attained that every down back? Why don't you have a Derrick Henry or a Brian Robinson? Why are you having to go out there and beat the piss out of Jameer Gibbs and put a thousand miles on him before he gets to the league? Because you can't recruit anymore. You go out there and you you, you let in two four seven do your recruiting for you. Um, like may, look, he he finished uh, eighth in the conference in rushing this year, eight hundred and fifty yards. 
But the big thing with that is that he got 850 yards on 136 carries. So the guys above him all had more carries than he did. Um, and you go to the three and nine teams like that that have studs like that because that's just the way college football is now. If you see talent, I mean, not everybody go and get it. I mean, he's ahead of the curve. I wish Dabo Sweeney yeah. would do that. Absolutely. If you see, look, if you see somebody, they're in the shitter, they're a six and six team, but they got a hell of a defensive end. Why not go out there and get him? That would make I sense. I mean, Kirby's bashing <clears throat> everybody's brains in and he's not doing that. I mean, you're Nick Saban. You should, your recruiting should be above board. You should not be having to go look at your running back room full of talent and then overuse the shit out of Jameer Gibbs. Now, give, don't get me wrong. Any team in the world would have loved to have Jameer Gibbs, but <laughs> bring him in to be your premier so, every down back when so, he's an all-purpose back. That should be- so let me, make, let me make sure I understand. Then under that logic, Tennessee shouldn't have went and got to, what was it, Brew, whatever the hell his name was from Southern Cal. Don't go and get him. Is that what you're – you know, in year in year two of a so in year Southern, two of Cal, Southern Cal fired their coach. I mean, they're they were technically <laughs> last year, but hey, don't don't go and do that. Is that what you're saying? I mean, I think you just have like an overwhelming hatred for Alabama. If if Josh if Josh Heifel is in year fifteen, what is was that what seventeen, <clears throat> seventeen, something like that? If he is right. that far into the game and he's yeah. having to hey, hey, uh who, what team really sucks? Let's go steal their players. I'm going to be ashamed of that. I would be ashamed of that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, right, so year two, I'll, I can understand that sure, you're rebuilding it. Look, so, I mean, Georgia's gotten guys that have come there to their team, too. Eric Gilbert was at was at Florida, then LSU, and then went there. I mean, I mean, never enrolled the tra- in Florida, but I, the point I is the, tra- the transfer portal is the way of the future. Guys are going there. To think that your coach shouldn't go and, and get guys from there is – I mean, you, you got to get with the but times, man. you can't man. sit there and go – you can't go get an offensive <laughs> tackle from Vanderbilt who had their quarterback getting murdered last year on a 3-9 and nine team and then wonder why Bryce Young's getting his dick put in the dirt every game. Be like, why? Well, you know, good. Well, how about the five-star offensive tackles you went and stole from Texas and you – oh, we got so-and-so from Georgia. Why aren't they panning out? Why are you having to go get the two-star that Bandy picked up and developed a little bit but he still ain't really good enough? He shouldn't be starting for Alabama, but you have to go get him because you can't develop anybody. Yeah, like, yeah but to, to, to be fair, uh, one of the knocks on Dabo up at Clemson is that he doesn't use the transfer portal or he doesn't use it very often. He's gotten like one or two players out of it. So, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't get JUCOs, and I think it's going to bite him in the ass, but at the same time, Dabo feels like his talent is good enough, just like Kirby feels like his talent. Now, I'm not saying – there's two extremes. You shouldn't be going to the portal for every skill player you need and important positions like middle linebacker and offensive tackle. You should be able to get those and develop them up when you're in year 15 of a system. But at the same time, you, like the way Kirby's doing it, as much as I hate UGA, Kirby's doing it right. Like Kirby will be like, we need a fucking DB. Let's go get Kyrie Jackson. I think that was his name, the kid from West Virginia. Like, And he didn't even really do much his first year, I, I don't think. And like he I mean, developed, he's developing look, the talent that he's getting. That's the thing. I want to give Uncle not Lou doing that the, anymore. the credit for this. He says, does this guy know that Tennessee took a quarterback from Virginia tech who couldn't complete a pass? So, I mean, there's that. Too. Yes. In year one, I'm talking, you're 
17 years into a system. You've <laughs> literally picked every player on that team. It's just like when we look at Jimbo, and Jimbo's sitting there, well, I ain't got the offensive players I need yet. Bro, you're in fucking year six, and you, you, you recruited every yeah, player. Yeah, he can't – well, like, well, the system, you say year 17 with the system. I mean, he's constantly having to evolve and change the system to, to, to <laughs> roll with – He's not sitting there going from the the spread to the triple option. Like he should have the players he needs. He, he doesn't have. He, they're trying to go get Drake May because Ty Simpson, five star quarterback, not good enough. Jalen Milrow, four star, high four star quarterback, not good enough. The two he's bringing in, nope, neither one of them are good enough. I want to go steal Drake May or Sam Hartman or somebody from another school. Like why aren't these guys panning out? What is look, your problem? I mean, they can't, I mean, you never, you don't know that everybody's always going to pan out. I mean, look at the ukulele. Look in, in twenty eighteen. If, if you bring in five, if if you have four blue chip quarterbacks on your team and you can't make one of them work, that's you a huge problem. That's a blue not, chip. That's not a right. problem. In twenty eighteen, the Alabama roster had Mac Jones, a starting quarterback for the New England Patriots, Tua Tonga Viola, the starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, and was that four? four let's years not ago now? hold on. And Jalen Hurts, who went on, he's the starting quarterback for the Eagles now. Stay, Saban stockpiles talent. I mean, why, why do you have like just this utter hatred for what he does? Is it because he normally beats the shit out of you? No, it's because look at, look at, you, you're proving my point. Four years sure. ago, he had four quarterbacks that all panned <clears throat> out underneath him. And now he can't get, he's got, sir, or three quarterbacks that all panned out. They were on the roster at the same time. Now he's his, got five quarterback, quarterbacks. Sir, his quarterback, won the, his quarterback won the Heisman Trophy last year. How is that not panning out? So the Heisman, That's the Heisman's a fuck who, who recruited that quarterback? Did did who, did Bill O'Brien recruit that quarterback? Who gives a shit? He won the Heisman Trophy as, as Saban as the head coach. I guess that's not panning out. And everybody though, right? talked about that was that was that's the, not panning the Heisman out? that nobody wanted. Oh Jesus! You know what? I think that Nick Saban could cure cancer, and you would be like, "Fuck Saban." He I wouldn't really do it. He that. would fucking charge a billion dollars if he cured cancer. He and then he would cry that well, oh. everybody's mad on curates. Please put me in the playoffs. Oh, I'm sorry we didn't trade. <laughs> Nick Saban's a big fucking crybaby now. Like I said, he's he's well, tarnishing his legacy, dude. Sure. Like it's pitiful. Sure. What other coach got to go up there that was on the fringe? Did did they let Ryan Day come on and say, "Hey, man, can you let us in the playoffs?" Nope. They let Josh Heupel. Nope. Why does Nick Saban get to? Well, I mean, Josh Heupel had no he business be the last, being there anyway. So, I mean, it wasn't he like be the last person the bank, begging. So. He should be the last person begging. He should be ashamed of how his team played this year, not thinking that it's good enough to make the playoff. That's how you know the game's passed them on. If that was Kirby Smart, and Kirby Smart had lost two games, you wouldn't find him anywhere near Beggar. He said, this, this team ain't fucking good enough. We ain't good enough to get in. We'll be better next year. We'll beat everybody's ass next year. That's what Kirby would say. Nick Saban, please let me in. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we didn't beat nobody good. Well, maybe Damn maybe near cried day, with that. I missed maybe, little maybe Gabby Rappers day. underneath his desk. Maybe one day that, you know, if, if Heupel can keep that gimmick offense going, you guys can have a tenth of the success of Alabama has, and maybe you won't be so upset. What if what if Alex Golish goes down there and takes all of Jeff Scott's players, they were running that gimmick Clemson offense, and they went like 2-10. and 10. What if he takes all of Jeff Scott's players, and they go like 9-3 and three in a couple of years? Is Which gimmick works better, Clemson's or Tennessee's? Um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, Clemson's had more success than Tennessee. Let's not forget what was it five, six years ago. You oh, you what? You guys game, went ten and so. two, went to the Orange Bowl in year two of of Debo's. Uh, 
gimmick? Uh, I mean, you really think you really want to go down that road? Look, we'll, we'll play you in a couple weeks. <laughs> make sure you show back up for that and make sure you continue to come at me with Nick Saban doesn't develop quarterbacks, even though his quarterback won the Heisman last year. Make sure you keep that energy up, bro. Why is keep he going? Didn't, Why is Clemson, he didn't Clemson play for the ACC championship in Dabo's second year, Rob? Yeah, yeah, Clemson did play for the ACC title in Dabo's second year, but well, it was I mean, actually his actually his first year, really. If you want to look at it that way, what was what was this? What, didn't look, he get to play for the title with like I, nine wins? Oh my I, god! I wish well, I, could, I, mean, I wish our conference was so shitty we could play yeah, for the title. Well, I mean, with nine uh, L- wins. LSU did it yesterday. You dumb fuck with nine wins. Get the fuck off my phone! Holy <laughs> shit, dude! <laughs> oh my god! No! I can't I can't recover from that. Tell me what I said that was wrong. It's the truth. I don't know. He just he just he gets mad at everything. He just uh, it's like he gets dumber and dumber. Um sex dash sixty nine dot fun says my private photo here for free. Nope, not that, but uh, let's see here. G Smith says, "What you're gonna do when the gimmick oh, boom bones you?" Is the uh, what? Do you, I don't know what that means, sir. What do you say? He says, "What we what you gonna do when the gimmick oh bones you?" Uh, Uncle Lou says these Tennessee people are something else. B Bean says, "Rob, where is your respect for dumb callers?" I, I mean, I let him talk for like five or six minutes, and everything he said was just stupid. I couldn't. I mean, I couldn't let it go on anymore. Well, it started out okay, and he just he just slowly morphed into <laughs> into to more more and more down the dumb dumb boulevard. Um, uh, Big Ronnie Ross says Louisville basketball sucks. Yes, they do. I don't know if they've won a game yet or not, but yeah. Uh, 803-470-2905. This motherfucker's got me defending Alabama. Jesus. <sighs> All right, jackpot. It's been fun. You got. Yeah, I'm ready to go and uh, knock some stuff out. But uh, as always, and by the way, we appreciate you folks that have tuned in during the season. And I know football is getting closer to the end here, but hey, stick around. I mean, we do a show all year, so don't run too far. All right. Absolutely. What else you got? <laughs> all right, guys. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys later on. See you later. Appreciate you.